This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real-world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Hey, everybody. For today's show, we're live at SEMA, talking with the voices of the industry here at the SEMA show floor. Uh, Thanks to Hypertech for letting us use their cool booth. They created a radio studio for us. And our guest right now is Matt Jaskell, NASCAR Infinity driver, Red Bull F1 development driver, and professional skydiver. I heard a story about you, uh, Matt, and I I just want to know if it's true. You parachuted (laughs) (laughs) into a race when they were, like, doing the driver. They were talking about the drivers and, like, introducing them all. And here comes you in a parachute. Did you do this? I really did that. Yeah. (laughs) Did did you have to get permission ahead of time? You just did it. No, permission. It was about seven different entities (laughs) over the the course of four months. It It was a massive mission and undertaking. And... Quite honestly, still, I mean, it was only uh, it was only about five weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the it was the NASCAR Xfinity race here in Vegas, my hometown race. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Just started racing NASCAR this year, and there, there's a whole you know crazy long how and why story right, of how right, I got back right. in a race car recently, and I've been a professional skydiver for you know I've been skydiving for about seven years, turned professional just maybe three years ago or so, and what that means is you know you're licensed to take people tandem or film. Oh. Out, Film outside video. Light, I'm licensed to do demo demonstration jumps. I understand you're also a professional naked skydiver. Uh, I've, yeah, I it don't know about professional. Kind of, oh well, just a, it's a hobby. Hobby, just a hobbyist. <laughs> um, it sounds painful. <laughs> Who wants the naked skydiver? Oh, these guys out here. Maybe. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I don't know where you heard that, but yeah, actually, <laughs> no, interesting. When you, when you, my when job you, is to upset you. In the world of skydiving, it's funny you brought it up. When you hit your hundredth skydive, you yeah. have a choice. You either have to jump naked or you get pied in the face when you're, when you're on the ground. So, so, so a lot of people opt. If the weather is correct, you opt for the naked skydiving. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was just pretty it, – skydiving is a, a crazy industry. That's a whole other whole story. But um, oh, I've seen a dog's face when it puts it outside the window of the car and all kinds of lips are flapping and all – you know, yeah, the tongue's not, sticking out. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to say it's pretty. I, yeah, <laughs> I'm just picturing that. When, I've never skydived, so I don't know. What happens oh, to your I face? Have, we'll have to do that. Well, oh, no, no, no. I'm an earthbound. Guy. Oh man! Terma, t- well, you get down to terra the firma. The the more firma, the better. Everybody gets to the ground. <laughs> yes, skydiving. Yeah. <laughs> but I heard that your parachute doesn't always open. Sometimes, eighty percent of the time, it works every time. Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe like nine. Actually, ninety oh. percent of the time, it works oh, every time. Oh gosh! <laughs> but uh, to go back to the jump, it was. You know, I started skydiving when I wasn't in a race car anymore, and I turned it into you know into a hobby, into a into a side hustle, into a side business. Yeah. And uh, when I was racing the NASCAR race in my hometown, it was going to be my it was my first time ever racing NASCAR in my hometown. And these days, you, you never know; it could be my last, it could be my last race. You know. Well, as a Get, skydiver, he has it good. Yeah, as a skydiver, <laughs> yeah, as a race car driver, might have been your last before you had your first the, that day. The skydive was the safest part of my day, sadly. You know? Really? Yeah, of course, man. Wow. And that's actually the more routine thing rather than driving a 185 miles an hour, right. you know, at the mile and a half Las Vegas Motor Speedway. So, yeah. so I went to um, I went to the speedway and I said, hey, what if I wanted to skydive in? To my race, into driver, and, and they were, you know, into driver. Is that crazy? I mean, I was just, I was expecting them to say, yeah, no way. 
And what was amazing is it's all about relationships, right? I've, no, yeah. I've known people at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway for 20 years. Yeah. They know about my skydiving and they Since go. You were nine, huh? What's good? Yeah, exactly. You look, I mean, how old are you? You look like 29 I, years old. I appreciate that. I, I, that's fine. Yeah. I actually just turned 37. Okay, well, so you're about 29. The, the skydiving, <laughs> the, the, air, the wind keeps yeah, your that's what face it is. taut, you know? Yeah. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more of Matt Jaskell here at SEMA 2021. the latest auto news, videos, and real-world reviews. Find us online at thedrivewithalantaylor.com. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Welcome back. I'm Alan Taylor. Here we are live at SEMA, and uh, we're talking with the voices of the industry. We're talking to Matt Jaskell, NASCAR Infinity driver, Red Bull F1 development driver, and professional skydiver. Yeah, the people in Las Vegas that uh, actually go in the outdoors... I mean, you have some great outdoors here. Absolutely. You got yeah. the gigantic lake over there, the mountains over here, the sky, obviously, the racetrack. Yeah. People don't you know? realize what... I've been in Vegas for 30 years. Yeah. And um, it's it, it's a... I mean, one of the most unique cities in the world. Well, my People, wife was born here. Oh, okay. So yeah. then you know. It's yes. a, it's a, it's a, it truly is a, a very unique place. You and know? then you got St. George, Utah, which is not too far away. Hour and a half drive. I mean, it's just, this is such a beautiful land we live in, I isn't agree. it? I and agree. when you're coming out of the sky like that, you get to see a special view of it. Back to your race, though. I want to yeah. know. I see yeah, yeah. You, you're, here you come and you're... You parachute naked. I don't know. You did that. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, no, so the, it's funny. The, the Speedway goes, you, you mean you can jump in during your race? You, you, and they were excited. The, the Speedway was anyways. They go, like, in your driving suit? Like, go dr- straight to the car? And I go, yeah. that'd be the idea, yeah. Right, right. So they were like, well, yeah, you know, figure it all out. And there was a lot. It was very complex. I mean, you have to file a lot of paperwork. FAA, the TSA, you know, the Nellis Air Force Base, um, you know, air traffic control with with our McCarran International Airport. Then we had to go to the helicopter company because I needed a helicopter rather than a plane. It's just logistically easier. But the helicopter company wasn't all about it. They weren't excited about it. They didn't want to (laughs) do... They weren't all about it. (laughs) Yeah, they've done parachute operations before and there was some drama and they were like, well, maybe and and got to, you know, I knew somebody that knew somebody and they're like, oh, no, yeah, we know know. 
Jaskel, we'll, we'll let him jump. It's yeah, okay. And yeah. so we got the helicopter. And then, and then I go to the Speedway and I go, all right, I got, I got the helicopter. I got the sponsor. You know, he's on board. I got, you know, t- I got everything. And he goes, okay, I'll go to NASCAR with it. And I said, and I actually explained, I go, please, when you go to NASCAR, explain to them that this isn't a stunt. This isn't Pastrana, who's a friend. You know, yeah, I was like, sure, this yeah. isn't like a crazy stunt. I said, you know, I'm licensed. Although I could see Travis doing that. He would, right? Without a parachute, maybe. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I explained With to them. With a Superman cape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I explained to them, I go, listen, it's not, this isn't some crazy stunt. There is something meaningful behind it. It's, it's my hometown. I became a skydiver when I wasn't racing. I want to bring both together. I want to raise money for charity with it, you know, for Speedway oh, cool. Children's Charity. We raised nice. $10,000 for Speedway's oh, Fantastic. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. So there was a, there was a whole element of telling a story, yeah. and and not just some crazy silly jump. I was like, no, this is going to be something meaningful, and 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 uh, you know, it's something important to me. And this could be my last NASCAR race in front of my hometown crowd. Who knows? You never know with this. Sure. You know, with the future of racing and sponsorship. Fate. I said, fate, right? Yes. Fate. I, I was like, I want to pull this off. I want to do this, and at least have this for my my family and friends and and everybody. And everybody was on board. So that he, I said, so explain to NASCAR that this is routine. I've been skydiving more recently than racing NASCAR. I went straight to NASCAR this year. No practice, no qualifying. Wow. Straight to the green flag at some of the most difficult racetracks in America. Wow. Martinsville, Darlington. Yeah. And, and so I said to NASCAR, I go, you guys let me do this. Let me, you know, let me skydive in, and I promise I'll nail it. It'll be safe. It'll be good. And, and it was funny. So they, they come back. Uh, Jeff Motley, who's the president of uh, public relations. Yeah, the head of Motley Crew, I know. <laughs> yeah, right, no, that guy. I'm playing, right? Uh, <laughs> so he's the, you know, been at the Speedway for years. He comes back and goes, okay, I just got word back from NASCAR. They are okay in capital letters. They are okay with you skydiving. But, and, and there was like a group of us reading the email. We're like, what? There's always a but. You know, he's like, but. NASCAR said you just have to have a backup driver in case you get oh, injured. And we're that's like, that's it? Funny, right? We're like, right? Yeah. But, and you know, and, and then the jokes ensued. You know, NASCARs, you know, they want ratings when they let the no name NASCAR driver <laughs> skydive in. And <laughs> right. hey, if he bounces, we need a backup driver again. <laughs> <Bounce>. <laughs> you know, just land in the grass so, you know, don't make a mess. But no, they. Do Nas- you bounce or splat? I don't want to talk. No, okay. we don't. Yeah. You know, we just, <laughs> <laughs> we, wow. We, we, there's certain things we don't say in yes, the you know, yes. skydive. We don't, oh, my apologies. We don't use terms bounce go in we don't you know yeah, yeah. i'm morbid you know <laughs> skydiving skydivers can be morbid right. but um but no nascar was all about it which was unbelievable they were all about it and um and the production company that does like all the production work before the nascar races and they, everybody loved so, it so you pulled it off and i pulled it off man we That's we pulled there, there was a lot of people behind it you know the i had a you know the the guy that uh guy named jim dolan who's a longtime friend in vegas he you know, he's one of the flying Elvi, you know, does like the flying Elvis jumps. And, and uh, he, man, the, the amount of paperwork that he had to file to, to get this approved and everything. And, and it's, it's, I still, like I said, I look back and go, I can't believe we pulled this off. Well, how'd you, you know? do in the race? Uh, we started 40th because there's no qualifying, so we had to start by team owner points. Yeah. And I drove up to 27th with some car, you know, we had some tire issues. And, and then you pulled the chute and <laughs> you went back up into the air. Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> to skydive into your own race, start That's last awesome. place, never raced on the mile and a half there in Vegas, and uh, drove almost halfway through the field, finished all 300 miles. It was, a, it was a success. That's why I'm playing right here, hauling oats. Making your dreams come true, right? I met that guy in Indianapolis not too long ago. Good guys, good guys. It's cool. John Um, John Oates, right? Yeah. uh, yeah. Uh, And by the way, Matt Jaskel, where do we find you so people can look you up? Yeah, man. Check me out. uh, Obviously, Instagram, Facebook, all the socials. uh, Just my name, Matt Jaskel, J-A-S-K-O-L. Kind of like rascal, but different. You are a rascal. (laughs) All right, brother. Thank you. Congratulations. Hey, thanks for having me here. Um, You know, what you did is epic. Thank you. Just wanted you to know that. Thanks, man. All right. We'll be right back with more It Is The Drive. 
Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. I'm alright, nobody but about me. I got to give me a fight, can't you just let it be? Well, it is the drive today in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining us. Voices of the industry. Very blessed to be here in the Hypertech booth. In the Hypertech Hyperbolic Hot Air Chamber, I create the hot air. The radio is the result of this. <laughs> I have so much fun doing what I do. I get to interview the well, the icons of the industry. And uh, and then people that are trying to be icons like the next guy. Oh, I'm just playing, Seth. You know that. <laughs> Seth Burgett, he is the CEO and president of Gateway Bronco. You are you are an animal. I want to tell you that you're just an animal. I don't know what else to say. I mean, who does what you've done? I want to tell you. He's, he's speechless. I love that. We, we don't sleep much. How about that? <laughs> no, right? He's like, I'm going to Sebring tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. I'm like, you're a nut. <laughs> my wife at Pebble Beach. You had a display out there at the Quail, and my wife. She goes to these car show things all the time. These car show things like Pebble Beach and. SEMA. She's, you know, I mean, it's, it's like the life of a car guy, his wife. She's like, I've seen it all. I'm going to go shopping or whatever it is. And I'm, so I'm, I take her, I go, you got to come to the quail. So we go through the quail and you know, the quail, right? Yep. You've got cars there that are literally considered priceless. Yep. Okay. You can't put a price on them. And then we come across this cute little seafoam green 76 Bronco. What year was it? Is that 72, one? 72. Yep. And my wife's going, I want that. I go, you want that? She goes, I love that. Look at that. Now, I don't know whether it's the color, just the package, whatever it is, drew my wife in like a fly to a light bulb. And we were standing there, and like for like the next two or three weeks afterwards, she goes, oh, yeah, there was this cute little Bronco. And I'm like, if you only knew how many man hours it took to create that restored Bronco 72. But now, of course, the new Bronco is out. You were in the Ford booth, or where are you? Where are you? We're, right we're just outside the Ford booth, right outside uh, in the Eaton booth, with one of our vehicles and Legacy EV for the second vehicle. Oh my gosh! So we got to hear what Seth has got because Gateway Bronco does something. They build sixty-six to seventy-seven, and I didn't know you went that high. Yep. But sixty-six to seventy-seven Broncos, handcrafted, they're better than new. They're better than what they were when they were new by a long shot. Because you also re-engineer some of the stuff, right? We reimagine a lot of it, right? Reimagine, so good yeah, word, right? Yeah, the suspension is engineered. We use a Thomas Kinzer chassis most of the time, mm. and it has, um, you know, better center of gravity. The engine drops further into the chassis. It's a little bit wider. It's beefier. It does all the right things you'd want for. But a it looks Bronco like chassis. it did when yeah. I had mine in yeah. 1976. Yeah. Just so yeah. you know, yeah. I remember everything good about what it looked like. But what I remember about it is. The original ones, the way they were engineered, wasn't for today's 75, 80 mile an hour freeways. Yep. Yours, you could do 100 without. We're there. Yep. So you know? In addition to that chassis, Not that we you also, should and not that you would. That's exactly right. We do not endorse right. that. So <laughs> the, uh, the other side of this is we took racing technology. So Ray Everham's company, we took his racing technology and applied it to the suspension. So you have active controlled suspension. Quit and it. Yes. At the flip of a switch. I love it. Yeah. And now... 
first of all, you have to understand, go to gatewaybronco.com and look at these things. You're going to pay for it. This is not cheap. But go and look and go, O-M-G. Okay? But now you've gone to the next level. You're doing things that, I mean, I first of all, hats off to you, Seth, and your whole team for what you guys have done. But now you're doing electrification. We are, yeah. So talk about that. Yeah, well, thank you, Alan. You know, you're, uh, you're always very kind with what we do. We took the original Ford Bronco, and we've electrified it. So we have a 200-mile range vehicle and a 300-mile range vehicle. Wow. The vehicle we have on display is our Lux GT, 300-mile range. Everything, including active ride control, air wow. conditioning, car play, backup <laughs> camera, anything you'd want in a modern vehicle, we supply. Heated and cooled seats. Oh, my no gosh. In a 70s, 60s and 70s Bronco. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I heard tale of a 72 Ford F-350 crew cab that has got some 1,000 horsepower monster under the hood. You know, what we, are you doing there? Well, we also have a license from Ford for yeah. the Bronco as well as for the F-Series pickup. You're in the, kidding. No, for the 67 oh to 72. Yeah. Wow. So what have you done? Well, we built a crew cab, F-350, four-wheel drive, long bed, with the 7.3 from Ford Performance. Now, what do they call this engine again? Well, the Godzilla. The Godzilla. And it is a 7.3 liter V8 big block engine, gasoline. Gas-powered. And a 1,000 and how many? 1,014. 1,014 horsepower. There's a great YouTube video out there. It's using the Harrop USA supercharger. Same technology as the new GT500. Oh, my God. And on pump gas, by the way, 1,014. Oh that is amazing. Yeah. yeah is this really something is. you can buy from you guys? Absolutely. We're building them today. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't a one-off? No, this is not a one-off. We've How long got, did you take to build that thing? Well, final assembly was eight days. Last, oh, last Tuesday, the bed, yes, it's the typical seamless scenario. This is scenario. like an eight-year project for some people. <laughs> you did it eight days. Yeah. It's running and driving, ready oh, to go down the road. God. It's a complete vehicle. and I, so Honestly, you blow me away. It's Ever team. since I first met yeah. you, you, but you, somebody's got to enable the team. Yeah. There was no Ford before there was a Henry Ford, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. It takes somebody with the vision and with the determination and the ability, the, just the backbone and the guts to do this stuff. And that's what you're doing, man. Thank it's you. Like, oh, and uh, you're, Alan, you're such a gentle guy, too. It's oh, like, come on. You're my greatest cheerleader. I want to see tattoos Alan. all over your forehead. <laughs> my greatest cheerleader is what you are, Alan. I know. It's true. <laughs> but I love what you do. That's why. Thank you. Thank but you. Uh, it's no question about it. You have tapped into something that is it's unobtainium for so many people, but you have made it attainable if you save your pennies. I'm going to say it that way. I'm going to just say it that way because it's pretty shocking what a person can spend when they start coming to you and saying, I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to electrify. Sky's the limit. You're an animal. Gatewaybronco.com. Go feast your eyes. Seth Burgett, thank you. Thank you, Alan. Thank Appreciate you for it. everything you do for us dreamers. It's the next generation of hot rodders. There you go. We'll take a break. This is The Drive. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. I get no doubt, but I get over 
Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America on about 100 radio stations and the interwebs. I'm Alan Taylor. Voices of the industry from the show floor at the SEMA show, the Specialty Equipment Market Association trade show in the Hypertech booth. Thanks to SEMA and the Hypertech people for letting us uh, have our studio right here. Joining me right now is an old friend, Brian Brennan, uh, who used to host a radio show with us called Street Rider Radio. And we miss you, Brian, and we miss that show. We Didn't we have some good times together? You know, Alan, it was just fantastic. And I think what I remember most about that is every time we'd get together, the first thing we did is we start laughing. Exactly. We just had a good time. Yeah. We had all the personalities in the industry. So totally. that was great. And they would all start telling personal stories. And, of course, me being an old fossil, it went back a long way. And people used to get a kick out of the old stories <laughs> and how certain companies started and what they did. Oh, it's so important. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, and uh, in fact, your show, we used to do it right here from the SEMA floor. Yeah. I've been doing it here for 25 years. Yeah. Crazy. It, no, it was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. But here's the thing. At a certain point, every now and then, people in the industry, you know, somehow something happens. And there's like... Uh, musical chairs. I mean, I don't know how to say it. Like right now, it's happened again, and now you mm-hmm. are leading a company. It's in the garage media. Correct. And, and so the musical chairs have, but you have landed in a really good spot. So I want to talk about that. Yeah, and you're referring to uh, a Motor Trend Group. Which oh, I wasn't going to say any names. <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> no, no, you can't. I'm joking. Okay, but uh, no, they decided. You and I both have worked for that same yeah, company many years. Yeah, they decided to go a different route with their television and, and right. their electronic media, so the print wasn't in their mix. So Isn't they, that weird to you? It's, it's, it's weird to me. Very weird. And, yeah. and, and, of course, there was a movement here a few years ago where they were saying, well, print just isn't the key that it used to be. It's all electronic now. Yeah. Well, the fact of the matter is you need four tires on your car to go down the road, and you flatten one of them, and you're not going anywhere. That's right. And the print is still an integral part of it, and you're correct. I, I and, and Tim Foss, we've put together a company that's called InTheGarageMedia.com. We're in, in Orange County in Southern California. We started out with three brands. And the reason we call them brands is because it's not just a print component, but we have electronic magazines, digital. We have the usual assortment of websites and, uh, and, and social media, but we also have a video component. So when we go into a shop, let's say we go to Hypertech and we want to do a story, it's a small army that walks in because we're going to end up doing video as well as still photography, yeah. and they're going to get so much more than they used to get. So. Yeah. When you said we landed in a good spot, yeah, Tim and I were extremely fortunate. Some people might have questioned that doing that at the height of COVID when all of this started. Well, but you know what it did? It leveled the playing field and yeah. it calmed everyone down and yeah. it allowed us allowed us to get up to speed. And you know, as the old saying goes, knock on wood, we just keep working hard and we're moving in the right direction. Beautiful. Congratulations. Oh, and thank God you. bless you. Thank I you. remember when I went to uh, Motor Trend in 1996 mm-hmm. and said, hey, I'm doing a radio show. I'm, I'm on about 100 radio stations. Can I get your editors to be on the show and talk to us about what's trending in the, the motor world, the motoring uh, world? And, and they're like, uh, show us some more information on your show. And I'm like, here's what I got. I got 100 radio stations. And they're like, yeah, we could do that. And I met this guy named Matt Stone. And you you know I haven't seen him in a little while, but I, I you know he was the um, executive editor of Motor Trend at the time. Yep. And there was a guy named Van Toon, mm-hmm. who was the editor. 
And man, did we have a blast, right? And so they were on my show. And then one day I said, why don't you have Motor Trend Radio? And they're like, well, we don't have a guy like you. And I go, well, <laughs> let's do it. Yep. And that's how Motor Trend was born. Motor Trend Radio, I should oh, say. Sure. But what it is, in, a, in 2015, yeah. they came up with a word that they called what you and I do today. It's called transmedia. All forms of media working together yep. to tell a unified story, each one bringing its own piece of the puzzle, if you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. You are so spot on. In fact, Matt Stone is even doing freelance for us That's uh, great. at the new Tell company. Him I said I. I absolutely, because yeah. I know he enjoyed what he did with oh you tremendously. So and it was because of him and then you introducing us to Corky Coker, right. then with, with Coker Tire, right. and he had the radio show. Yep. And eventually I ended up doing that radio show with you. And yeah. it, when I first did my very first interview with you, it was at the Grand National Roadster Show. And I don't even know if you remember it. Gosh, it would have been 20 years ago, maybe? Oh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and, although it doesn't seem like that. I know. But uh, we were at the Grand National Roadster Show, and we were outside, and we were amongst all the cars and the people, and you could just feel the electricity. Yeah, totally. And I thought, this is it. Yeah. This is what we need. This is the other component we need to bring the excitement to the yeah. industry. Yeah. And so I thought you were great, and I did everything I could to always be on this show. That's and, awesome. And Thank to be you with for doing you. that. Too, oh, no, no. Right? You were fantastic, and, and you were so rock solid. Can you say that again? It feels so good to hear it come <laughs> out of your mouth. No, <laughs> you, you did such a great job because you were rock solid on the professional side. Yeah. You know, people don't understand a lot of mechanics behind whether it be a magazine yeah. or a radio show. Right. But you understood the mechanics, and you made people feel very comfortable, and it wasn't long before you had them telling stories, and they're laughing, and you're laughing, yeah. and hell, you're off in six different directions, you know. <laughs> right, right. But it's great. People love it because those are the conversations you have at morning donut cruises. Right. It, it's, totally. It's, you get back, and you, you talk real, and yeah. it's so much fun. Yeah. And, uh, and here we are again on the floor at SEMA. And we're coming back, and things look pretty good we're here. We're putting the band back together, yes. Brian Brennan. We're putting it in your, your part. What, I think you played play bass with, that, with those dulcet tones of your voice. <laughs> the, um, I don't know about that, but I'll, I'll, I'll take whatever, whatever right. you'll pass by way, I'll take it. But what was so fun is I look at what's happening here today, and there's clearly a trend towards, for instance, the EV vehicles yeah. and performance that's going to go in yeah. that direction. And I know SEMA will be back and bursting at the seams next year. And don't worry, I can cut all this part of it out. Oh, oh I'm joking, oh, I'm joking. No, no. <laughs> but now I'm, I'm looking forward to, yeah. to seeing our hobby expand on so many fronts. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna, to, whether you like it or not. And if yeah. you walk around, you're going to see, I saw an electric DeLorean, I saw yeah. an electric Volkswagen, I saw all these old classic versions, right? Yep. So. Yeah. I don't know. It's fine. You know, yeah. I love what I love. You love what you love. And, and we yeah. all get to have a fun play together here. So what I'm looking forward to is the future mm -hmm. and what you guys are doing over at In The Garage Media. Mm -hmm. What's the website? Is it that? Yeah, you can go to InTheGarageMedia.com. Okay. Okay. Each of our brands, which is Modern Rotting, Classic Truck Performance, Beautiful. and All Chevy Performance, they each have their own website and their own social aspects, meaning Facebook and, and Instagram, for Great. instance. Right. And... We're based in a fundamental, which is bring entertainment and knowledge to the enthusiast. So our stories try to be entertaining. They try to be also knowledgeable, you know, give people information that they need. And, but we're doing this on more than just print. We're doing this with digital magazines. Yeah. So you can have a, an electronic subscription. Yeah. So all of a sudden it pops up on your cell phone and you can cast it to your TV. 
You can look at it on your computer. You can look at it on your iPad, however you want to do it. And for the guys who just love the old print format, got that too. It's beautiful. Brian Brennan, everybody, in the garage media. And uh, seriously, look into my eyes. Let's do more of this together. Absolutely. You got it, Alan. The band is getting back together. There you go. I got to do the music. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) We'll be right back. A little Beach Boys for nostalgia. We'll take a break. Stay with us. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Well, joining us right now here on the show floor inside the... uh, the radio booth, voices of the industry, is Doug Evans, interim chief executive officer of Legendary Companies. Doug, you and I go back a long way. Yeah, we into do. The print world. Yes, yes. Back to Hot Rod Magazine. <laughs> yeah. Is it, were you the publisher of that at the time, or you were the group publisher? Or what? Group publisher. Group yeah, publisher. All the performance books. When did you get? I'm just curious. When did you get involved with the you know this this industry, this hobby industry that we have? Uh, this little hobby industry. Yeah, little. Yes, right. Uh, I know. Uh, uh, I think I, st- I started uh, working for Peterson uh, in Hot Rod in 1984. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Good Lord. I uh, I had previously been with a big ad agency and quickly recognized that the magazine guys were having a lot more fun. So, <laughs> right. uh, and if I could work for any magazine, what would it be? It was Hot Rod. Yeah. So, so that's what I did. That's awesome. Uh, Thank you for your service, too, being a Marine. Appreciate that. Thank you. You are now the interim chief executive officer. This company, Legendary, I'm looking at the, the, the list of companies. I mean, first of all, Coker Tire. Both our friend Corky Coker, yep. uh, now retired, which is uh, wonderful, and Wade Kawasaki, of course, retiring while almost while SEMA's going on, yep. and you stepping into that role. But you've got some companies I'd love to know a little bit more about. Of course, we know a lot about Coker Tire, but I'm curious, what's new with Coker Tire since Legendary has uh, purchased the company? Well, uh, three we, years now. Yeah, we're uh, we are owned by a private equity firm called the Irving Place Capital, uh, which I'm happy to say uh, is that they're awesome people and they're providing us with some assets to grow uh, and make the company bigger and uh, more kind of full service in the restoration area. So, as a result of that, we recently acquired Paragon um, out of Flint, Michigan. And what's what's Paragon? Paragon is Corvette Restoration okay. Products, okay. Um, and our old friend Tony Genty yep. uh, is now up at Paragon handling that for us. And the big news with them is uh, we're going to start offering a broad array of uh, C4 Corvette products, oh, wow. uh, which, you know, that car is kind of a diamond in the rough, you know, a, a good cheap rear drive, you know, high horsepower 
car and uh you know we're going to make some parts to make them better that's so. cool well it's nice you know i mean you and i both coming from that motor trend world what is trending well you know as you see the trends you know serve that trend and you'll do well exactly yeah, exactly yeah, yeah so, so okay so paragon and then how about will ventiques Wheel Ventiques uh, is city of industry. That acquisition was done about three years ago, I think. Um, Boy, they were busy buying companies, weren't they? Yes, oh, yes, they Well, actually, uh, Corky bought that prior oh, prior Corky to Corky Coker. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he and Wade put yeah. that deal together, uh, awesome. and we make uh, a variety of wheels for the restoration market. Uh, everything from powder coated wire wheels to nice. you know uh, steelies. So it's. Uh, it's a cool little operation out in the city of industry, and uh, we're excited to keep that going and I've growing. I've been to that factory. That's a, I mean, that that's warehouse, I guess, is what it is. Yeah, and Huge. a small factory. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. I mean, listen, you guys are killing it, man. This is amazing. All these companies. I imagine, you know, when you start to uh, acquire all these companies, there's all kinds of, I don't know, what, what do they want to call it, where they all work together to where everybody... All boats rise to the rising tide within the company like this. Yeah, so. that's uh, that's certainly the goal. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you do it right, yeah. uh, we can share our collective assets and uh, and move forward together. And that's uh, that's what I'm trying to do. So yeah. it's, Good, good it's luck fun. to you on that. It's going to be fun. I think you've got some great brands to work with. And you're, you've been a group publisher. It's almost the same kind of a, a job, you know, working with all the magazines. And now you're working with all these brands. It's a similar thing. So you're, you know, well qualified for this type of a job. Yeah, it, it's uh, it's fun. I mean, I, I love uh, pulling people together and uh, everybody get going in the same direction and, yeah, and yeah. working towards a common goal. And I'm very fortunate that I'm surrounded by a lot of talented, dedicated people. So right. it's it's uh, it's cool. What do you think about SEMA 2021? How's it going for you guys? I'm actually pleased with it. Uh, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I like it. Yes. Well, <laughs> this you is know, like 20 years ago, isn't yes, it? Yes. You and I go back far <laughs> enough to. We remember when we could go through the aisles right. without tripping over yeah. people. Yeah. Um, so what I'm hearing uh, is that people are actually having a little bit more time to spend with each other, which is a good thing. And it's a little easier to get around, which I think is also a good thing. So between this experience and opening of the new hall across the street, I think all of this is going to probably end up being a positive for the industry and SEMA because uh, we can spread out a little bit and, you know, get our priorities in order. It's no longer about, you know, who's got the biggest, most monster booth, you know, in the show. It's let's be here and let's be together because, you know, the one thing that you've seen, it's really clear because we all love spending time with each other. Oh, yeah. It's like high school reunions, I always it, tell everybody. It really is. Because the car business, no matter how old we are, and as you and I are having more gray hair every day, yes. <laughs> um, my spirit is still 17, yeah. especially at SEMA. Uh, right? uh, absolutely. I agree. Doug Evans, thank you for being one of the voices of the industry. And I see that 2017 Hall of Fame member inducted in uh, 2017. Congratulations. Well, thank you very much. It's my honor. Uh, Interim Chief Executive Officer, Legendary Companies, Doug Evans. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. It is The Drive. Getting a new ride is fun. Shopping online for a new car, not so much. Stop doing the same car search over and over again on multiple sites and try autotempest.com. 
See all the cars with one easy search. Our powerful search engine scours all the top car shopping sites, giving you instant results so you can easily browse all the listings with one search. Whether a dream ride, a family hauler, or a work truck, let us help you find your next ride. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. I'm Alan Taylor. It is The Drive today, and we are in Las Vegas. Thanks for joining us all across America and around the globe because of the interwebs. Um, Voices of the industry here in the Hypertech booth on the SEMA show floor, SEMA 2021. Joining us right now is Raleigh Miller, General Manager, Pro Media, and National Muscle Car Association. Is that what it is? Muscle car? That's right. Yeah. Hey, tell, tell me exactly what you do, because that sounds fun. Well, we, we've actually got several uh, sanctioning bodies. We're the National Muscle Car Association yeah. and the National Mustang Racing Association. Okay. Both two separate sanctioning bodies with uh, a National Event Championship Drag Racing Series. Now, what is the yeah. pro media part of it? Because that you is, guys put on the events. That's a, gotcha. It's in our event uh, company. Okay. And we also publish uh, Fastest Streetcar Magazine. Oh, nice. And uh, nice. Race Pages Digital. Okay, so what is your favorite part of this job, by the way? I love putting on events, yeah, and, and that is, that is uh, where I came from. It's and, rewarding, isn't it? it when is, you do it yeah, right and yeah. it's successful, it's very rewarding. When you do, exactly. when you, when something happens and and all the whole world is, you know, going crazy and blaming you, exactly. it's not so fun. And I'm sure but, you've dealt with both ends of that. But it is a huge challenge, and, yeah. and one I love to face. Uh, you know, just the logistics of putting on an event, and and, and we laugh about it. You know, the the best event has can be total chaos behind the scenes. Oh, but it's, it is. It's you fun know, it to pull is. That off. It is. Yeah. That's the uh, organized chaos, exactly. right? Exactly. Is what it boils down to. Yeah. So um, how has the um, the world affairs affected your events in the last 20 months anyway? We actually uh, survived 2020 pretty well. We, we pulled off all but one of our events. We combined a couple. We had to reschedule half our schedule, you know. Yeah. But uh, we're able to get all of those done by the end of the year and crown some champions in both series and, and, and really had a, a decent year, all things considered. So uh, for the show today... What is the thrust of what do you want to talk about here? Because I know there's so much we could go. I, I, I don't want to, like, hog it talking about the National Muscar Association. Well, we have a couple of schedule changes we're really excited about. We're headed to Rockingham, North Carolina with both series uh, after Atlanta closed. And uh, uh, we've got some new changes in some classes with uh, introducing uh, stock and super stock on our, our brand for the first time. And... Uh, uh, the challenges that that brings and of, of facilitating that, but also the the great customers that we're acquiring with those yeah. two classes, and um, you know, and and then there's our, our regular events and putting on great events for our fans in, in the different markets we go to. We're excited. Do you feel like our industry in in this regard is changing because of the virtual world, or is that helping it? I'm just curious because we're we've been talking about the what are they calling it the uh, metasphere, mm-hmm. right? The mm-hmm. the crazy digital world that is coming at the young kids today. My fears were about five years ago that the hobby was going to slowly start to die on the vine. But I think actually it's not. I think it's growing because they experience driving a car at a younger age in these video games. And all of a sudden, you know, they're, you know, 15 years old, ready to go and become a professional racer. And they've got years of experience, but they've never driven a car. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have some an exciting uh, class that we're doing. We've been doing it for about three years, and it really took off during the pandemic. And that's our, our Mopar Hemi Challenge hmm. with Dodge Mopar as, as the sponsor. And that's a, anybody 
that goes out and buys a Gen 3 car truck or SUV gets a free membership to NMCA and they can come race an event on Mopar. Mm. And we're averaging about 75 to 80 of those folks a race wow. right now. And, wow. and really, and to see the, but like you said, the, the virtual world, the, the digital world, they want to know about it ahead of time. Right. They want to know exactly what they're getting. Because they're for, gamifying yeah, everything exactly. into the little kids. And all of a sudden, where kids used to play these silly little games, you know, with a Barney and all the rest, and well, the little kids now are dealing with, you know, an 800 horsepower Dodge Demon or whatever, you know, and they're they're driving it because their bigger brother maybe has that game, so it's a trickle down kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's yeah, just yeah. and or maybe even the little girl gets. You know, this from her dad that is a young guy, right? We see that a lot. Yeah, see, right. Especially in that world, we see a lot of females coming into the yeah. industry. And we, we take the time. Uh, we actually set up some hospitality areas and teach them how to drag race and bring them on. And, yeah. Um, we've, was, we've seen was, some of them grow into even heads-up classes from there. It was there. such a male-dominated, you know, and, of course, Amy, <laughs> who's world-famous champion race car driver here, CEO of Hypertech, I imagine it was even way different when she was young. Yeah. But you look at guys like John Force with all these daughters, right? Mm -hmm. And they're like kicking butt. Exactly. You know, and so it's like it's not really a man's, you know, hobby anymore, especially because of this. What do they call it again? Metasphere. Metasphere. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think it's only going to continue to grow, and it'll keep taking its own strange way, like vines on a, on a grapevine. You know. So last words, then. What do you want to tell the world about all the different things you do? The last couple of words are, are look out for NMCA and NMRA in 22. We're, we're going to have a great year. Got some great event venues lined up with some great new classes and our old ones. And uh, excited to bring it to our to our fans. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Raleigh Miller. Thank you, brother. Website, best one for you guys? NMCADigital.com. NMCADigital.com. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Voices of the industry here from SEMA 2021. I'm Alan Taylor. We'll be right back. Shopping for cars online is slow. Checking all those different sites one by one, Auto Tempest doesn't like slow. That's why we sponsor NASCAR driver Chris Busher in the number 17 Ford Mustang. It's also why we created a powerful search engine that will scour all the top car shopping sites, letting you search used car listings from across the internet in one search. Why waste time searching each site separately? Use Auto Tempest instead. Find all the cars. Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. This show is presented in part by Dodge. Domestic, not domesticated. Auto News. Exclusive interviews. Real world test drives. It's your turn to step into the driver's seat. This is The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. And we're doing a live show from SEMA on the show floor. We're talking to the voices of the industry once again. And thanks to Hypertech for letting us use their booth here. Uh, joining us right now is from Helwig Products, Melanie White, previously Melanie Helwig, and uh, the CEO of the company. Congratulations, Melanie. Thank you. I'm yes. excited to be here. Thanks well, this, for having you know, me. Listen, again, voices of the industry, you folks, you're like how many generation? So we're fourth generation. Wow. That is so cool. Yeah, we Tell were the, the world, first SEMA show. No way. Yep. See, this is I rare I mean, stuff. I wasn't. <laughs> no, you fair. weren't even born yet. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> I think I wasn't even born. Oh, yes, I was. Yes, I was a little toddler. <laughs> 
sucking my thumb, but I still suck my thumb. It's actually okay. It's it's better than smoking. But anyway, um, tell agree. us about Hellwig. <laughs> yeah, so um, Hellwig Products manufactures Helper Springs sway bars. So we started back in 1946. My great-grandfather and grandfather saw a need for Helper Springs. And it's a funny story. They actually would go sell door to door. You're so they, kidding. No, they would manufacture during the week. They had full-time jobs. Well, my grandpa's was, he was in high school and a senior in high school. And so they would manufacture at night. And then on the weekends, they'd go sell door to door. And it was all passenger cars back then, right? right? So if they saw a vehicle sagging in the driveway, but they'd go dr- knock on the door and say, hey, I can fix your problem all for $7. And my grandpa would lay on the ground and install a helper spring. That is so awesome. I will tell you that I have used Hellwigs on my trucks since 1980 when I bought a one-ton truck and I put my fifth-wheel trailer on it. It was a car trailer. <laughs> and there was a, 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 it was a, what do they call it? kind of a rocket launcher was what we called it there was a car that literally was over the fifth wheel hitch oh, yeah. so one way up in the air and then two on the bed so the entire weight of an entire car was in the bed of this one ton truck and the poor thing was hanging down really low and the first thing we thought is we got to go get some Hellwig helper springs as you mm-hmm. called them which it's funny that it started with cars I did not know that yeah so I mean there really weren't pickup trucks back then That's so they true, used right? the passenger car for yeah. everything so. isn't that funny yeah it's really interesting to think back to those times right so. even that's why they had the sedan delivery mm-hmm. because it was a car delivery machine yep. basically yeah gosh so and how have things changed over the years I see you're also on the board of directors I am Congratulations yeah. for that. That's Thank fantastic. you. Yeah, I love serving the industry. So, yeah. so how have things changed over the years? Because nowadays, you know, it used to be that a one-ton, you could tow quite a bit of weight. But today's one-ton trucks, they're like towing 30,000 pounds, pretty much mm-hmm. no problem. Do you still feel and see that, that there's a need for these helper springs, even on those machines? Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that amazing? So, yeah, we, they, I mean... F-150 is our number one seller, right? Ah, because, yeah. you know... Everyone's overloading an F-150. Everyone. Everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, yep. guilty. Um, and, you know, we just... Uh, bringing that vehicle back up level yeah. load height is, like, really important. And so, yeah, absolutely. Like, they've also made them to be more comfortable driving, mm. which means they're also not sprung as heavy. So why that is... Why would it make it more comfortable? If you have a stack of springs, it's going to ride like a buckboard. Mm-hmm. But the Hellwig design doesn't actually do anything until you put the weight on it. Am I doing this right? Helen, do you need a job? <laughs> yeah. Well, because I remember, I yeah. thought this is so brilliant because otherwise, when the truck is not loaded, it'll drive you insane mm-hmm. because it's like you are you. I mean, there's like there's no suspension at all. It's all being sprung up until you put weight in it. Yeah. So you guys, the design and does that come all the way back through these generations? It does. Yeah. That's the same design. Yeah, it's the same I love design. It. I love so, it. Yeah. When you make something good, it just lasts. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah, we've tweaked a few things over That's the years, awesome. but yeah, very similar design. All right, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more from Melanie White here at SEMA on the show floor.
Don't miss the latest auto news, videos, and real-world reviews. Find us online at thedrivewithalantaylor.com. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. Welcome back. We're live in Las Vegas for the Voices of the Industry. And we're talking with Melanie White. She's the CEO of Hellwig Products. You know, you've heard Hellwig Overload Springs. Well, she's the CEO. I'm, I'm just curious, Melanie. You're fourth generation in a kind of a... Um, world where and we were talking about the ceo of hypertech here amy kind of like a lot of people say this is a man's world mm -hmm. but it's not that way anymore because our the business is non-binary can i say that is that the right word <laughs> <laughs> it's like it doesn't it doesn't uh it doesn't see matter. male or female yeah. no it doesn't yeah the business side of it and if i look at mechanics i have a, a girl that i went to high school with and this is going back into the 70s she got out of high school and became a BMW mechanic. Mm -hmm. And we remember thinking to ourselves, what's she doing being a mechanic? Mm -hmm. You know, all these days are all gone by. Yeah. But she was a fantastic mechanic, and she ended up running the BMW dealership through the service department. She was like the lead person there. Yeah. Because she was smart enough to see that, guess what? This is not a man's world. Mm -hmm. This is just, you know, anybody that wants to do its world. Yeah, for sure. And honestly, you know, I, thanks to a lot of people like Amy, right, who've like really carved a path for us women to come into the industry right. and be taken serious. But we have to know our stuff, right? So we don't, we show up a little bit more prepared uh, than I think most Which other really people. Which really sucks. So. You know, it's not fair. They do hey. show up more prepared. <laughs> that's really not fair. But that's probably also unfair why. Unfair advantage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure how that's unfair advantage. We're working a lot. <laughs> you guys, we're not that smart. We're just grunt really good. <laughs> you know? But anyway, I'm just playing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, um, yeah, you know, people like Amy have really helped carve a path for us yeah. and so it's been easier to come into our positions I'll still have people that come into our booth and I'll know the answer to something yeah. but they ask the male in my booth <laughs> right. And, right like and they uh, they look at them but I'm answering so right, you know the right. dynamics are still there but it is we can't um, help ourselves you know forgive yeah. them father for we know what we do you know what I'm saying it's like yeah oh, I'm so, so my daughter by the way I have a daughter who looks like you I think you're 29 or something thank you my <laughs> daughter's 29 and I tell you what so often I am so proud and I think men need to have daughters mm -hmm. to be able to understand because and I think that's why God let us have children so that we can understand how he feels <laughs> when I see my daughter do something brilliant I'm like she's so brilliant and, and she's like dad yeah. It's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, no, you're just extra special. Yeah. But it's only because we have these perceptions. You know, that's, mm -hmm. 
And we got to put these perceptions of our our culture and our fathers kind of on the altar of the Father in heaven so we can go, take this away from me. Yeah. All, all people are created equal, right? And I love when I get the chance to meet somebody like you who I've been using your products, your family's products, mm-hmm. all these years. And here comes this beautiful woman who is completely intact with all the knowledge and information that it doesn't matter if you were a big old fat guy like myself <laughs> walking it. in. We, we're talking, we're having the same conversation because <laughs> I'm five foot fat. I brag about that. <laughs> I'm joking. But anyway, I like no, that thing. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And because I think that, you know, our industry for so long has been so male dominated. Mm-hmm. But in the last, I'm going to say decade or more, mm-hmm. It's really very equally sprung. Can I say that in your industry? Sure, I like that. Yeah, let's use that. Because <laughs> we needed Hellwigs to carry all the big bullheaded men for so long. Yeah, but I will say, though, that it's how you look at it, right? You said earlier, you said something like perspective. Yes. And for yes. a long time, I had the perspective that that it was going to be hard for me. Yes. And instead, what, there was a, a point in my career someone said, you need to not think about it that way. You need to just think about your youth is going to be the biggest hindrance for you. So show up the most prepared. Isn't that funny? Yeah. And what I learned, though, when I kind of had that perspective shift, forced on me. (laughs) Uh, What happened was I saw it as a benefit. So, you know, there's not a lot of women. There weren't at the time, for sure, doing trade shows and things like that. And I found that they, you know, people would remember me. And so I, we'd be at a show and there'd be four of us and they'd remember me. So I thought that was pretty cool. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, if you guys uh, and gals need any kind of extra springs for your vehicle, because when you put a load in it, a motorcycle on the back end starts dragging on the ground, check out Hellwig Springs. Hellwigproducts.com. The CEO, fourth generation, Melanie Hellwig White. It's actually just Melanie White, but we'll call you that. That's fair. I love it. Thank you so much for doing what you you do, and thanks for being on the board of directors of SEMA. Yeah, absolutely. You are truly one of the voices of our industry. Awesome. It's been fun. Thank you. We'll be right back from the show floor here at SEMA. More pig-headed people like me (laughs) on this show as we go. We'll be right back. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback will make you fall in love with its state-of-the-art safety features, a spacious and comfortable interior, and convenient amenities, all ready for any adventure. Standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, plus up to 33 miles per gallon, 8.7 inches of ground clearance, X-Mode with hill descent control, and a direct-injected turbocharged Subaru Boxer engine will make you love every adventure in your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models. Well, this is The Drive today in Las Vegas at the SEMA show. Thanks to our friends at uh, Hypertech. We're in the Hypertech, what do I call it, hyperbaric hot air chamber where we generate a lot of hot air talking about cars. Um, Clean hot air, though. The EPA approves. Carb-approved. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carb-approved. Ted Wentz III joining us from Quadratech. Uh, you're the CEO. Uh, thanks I, for coming over and talking to us. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's a great Thursday morning. The voice of the industry, or I should say voices of the industry. Today, definitely voices. Today, you're going to be the voice for the whole industry. Whoa. No pressure, Ted. Whoa, I feel the weight. <laughs> exactly. Tell us about Quadratech. Quadratech, we, uh, we've been around for about 31 years. Wow. 
just celebrated our 30th anniversary. We are a Jeep parts and accessories, mostly direct to consumer business. Nice. We've been coming to SEMA for, it feels like forever. And this is our first year having our own booth. Quit it. It is. We have our own booth. We've launched a... Because it's normally been what? The, the cars are on display. Right, well, we're normally here to find the latest thing to sell, right? Ah, so okay. this year, we have launched a B2B wholesale business. Ah. And therefore, we have our own booth, and we're demonstrating and showing all of our own products. Nice. Uh, which we have a huge, extensive line of, of Quadratech branded products and a couple other brands as well. We actually are debuting a premium wheel and suspension brand called Lynx here at the oh, show. Right. I'm staying at the Lynx. Uh, oh, that's a hotel. Yeah, it's a little, little oh. different. A little different. <laughs> wow. Okay. So this is awesome. Now, I just had a Jeep Gladiator. Okay. I got the Mojave package. The Mojave. Which is really nice. That is a cool, and I love the color orange. There's yeah. a lot of orange on a Mojave. Yes. Yeah. And I, I got one that was like a, they actually called it like Razzle or Schnazzleberry or some funny name. Nice. Right? And it had those orange accents. Oh, yeah. But it had, you know, Fox shocks, and it's, you know, a little more like kind of like a Raptor version. Yeah. But my sister bought the diesel version, and I okay. thought, you know what? I like 29 miles to the gallon. Yeah, I have a diesel JL right now. Do you? It's phenomenal. Oh, good. I'm yeah. so glad you said that yeah. because, you know, I'm like, well, my sister, what does she know? But then yeah, her yeah. husband bought one because he was driving it, and they literally bought two within 60 days of each other. It's the, a it's you know. it's the perfect drivetrain. Yeah. For that platform. And you know what? I don't know how long they're going to keep doing that. So I'm going to get it while the getting's good. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't just see. saying out there, everybody. It Diesel. is full of life and torque, yeah. and it sounds cool. Transmission is great. And you get yeah. a little bit better mileage so as well. you have a company that is direct-to-consumer mainly. Yes. And so how do people, you know, tell the world about it? It's quad Draw tech, no, yep. and it's not text T E C H, it's just T E C. There you go. So quadratech.com, if there you, you want to know. Give us like, the swath of the types of things you guys have for Jeep. So we have the largest selection of Jeep parts and accessories in the world. We sell almost every brand of parts and accessories you could possibly want or, or need. You know, obviously, our web, we're predominantly an e commerce company. Right now, the most searched term in the world related to Jeeps is Jeep. <laughs> and the second most searched term is Quadratech. Quit it. So if really? You, if you wow. want to do Jeep stuff, just find our website. Wow. And whatever your look is, whatever your so model is. soup to nuts. Come yeah. on in and be part of our experience. And, and you know, we, we consider ourselves part of the Jeep family. So That's we're, awesome. We're proud, very proud of that. And you know what? Jeep's doing such a good job. They're not a sponsor. I always like to say that because yeah. when I'm bragging on a brand, yeah. everybody's like, oh, he's being paid. No, no, it's not the case. I love what I love, whether I'm getting paid or not. I will not let anybody pay me to say I love something if I don't love it. Sure. I love what Jeep is doing. I love what Dodge has done with the Dodge brand. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, we were talking the other day about Tim Kaniskas, who's the president of the Dodge brand, and, and all passenger cars. This guy's brilliant. Yeah. I did a thing for Entrepreneur Magazine on him. He's an entrepreneur. He's like an entrepreneur right. on the inside. Right. It's brilliant. And if you don't follow your passion, then you're just building machinery. Machinery without passion I agree. is just machinery. But you put passion into it, it turns into, you know, personal conveyance of who you are or I am. And that's what's beautiful about it. Well, you know what Enzo Ferrari said? Mm. He said the only true American sports car is Jeep. 
What? Did he really? Yes, he did. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. A little, a little bit self-serving for him, but, you know. That is hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, it was, because he was making sports cars. But, yeah. Okay, so you're also on the SEMA board. I am, yes. Very proud to what be. Do you, yeah, what do you do very, on the board? That's a great question. So, right now, we do probably more on the board, I think, than I anticipated. I've been on it for about a year and a half now. And, you know, I, I think... We all know in the industry that things are a little dicey out yeah. there right now yeah. in terms of threats to our industry, in terms of you know orchestrated things, whether they're legislative or regulatory, that really aren't good for us. And so a lot of what's going on on the board right now is making sure that SEMA is in a great position to protect our hobby, our industry, and our passion. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, right now I'm on a working group in charge of helping build our strategy for the next decade or so in terms of how we're going to battle some of these emissions threats. That's, yeah. So that's a huge one for us. But not everything is that serious. I'm also in charge of an organization called Launchpad right now. Mm. Catherine Reinhardt and I are, are handling that. And I don't know if you've been down there at all, but we're, we've been filming some of the Launchpad television episodes here oh, at yeah, the show. Oh, that's the little video series, yeah. television show, right. And so tonight, we're down to the two finalists and the two, they will go head-to-head in the banquet, and the victory will be during the banquet. Well, you know what? I will tell you, I work for Entrepreneur Magazine. Okay. I do a radio show called Entrepreneur Weekly. Yeah. Let me know if I can help you in any way. Lend the name, the brand, myself. Help them. I love this stuff. Those right? are all entrepreneurs living exactly. the dream. Exactly. That's what SEMA's all about. Yeah. It's literally the backbone of our industry is yeah. the entrepreneur. All right. Ted Wentz third. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Quadratech.com on the web. We'll take a little break and be back more from the show floor at SEMA 2021. Shopping cars online is a hassle, or is it? You probably search this site, that site, browse here, search there. Who has the time or the patience? Autotempest.com is the Internet's best car shopping tool. With one easy search, see all the cars from the web's top car shopping sites all at once. Why browse some of the cars when Autotempest.com gives you everything? Autotempest.com. All the cars, one search. Well, you're listening to The Drive all across America today. We're at the uh, SEMA show in Las Vegas, S-E-M-A, Specialty Equipment Market Association. It's a trade show for the auto industry. All the stuff you want to have, got to have, but don't need, but you got to have it. John Hotchkiss joining us from Hotchkiss Sports Suspension right now. And he is also a SEMA PAC chairman. We've been really lucky. This is the voices of the industry. And... I think I've had, John, I think I've had every board member on. <laughs> I've had um, from SEMA Cares. I've had, you know, now you're here with PAC. And you get to talk about SEMA PAC a little bit. But it's amazing. This industry is really protective of our hobby, the car enthusiast hobby. I think it's great. Oh, Alan, hey, thanks for having me on. And it's yeah. always a pleasure. And what an opportunity to talk to you. And 
and all this great audience. Me and about a million, I don't know, a million two people on a hundred radio stations, right? Uh, it's perfect. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely perfect. We're going to get the message out there, brother. Yes, yes, and and you're absolutely right. SEMA does so much. People think SEMA is just a, a show, right? You know, hey, I'll start thinking about SEMA about August and. In November, we'll be at the show. But in actuality, SEMA is doing so much, as you just touched upon. SEMA is doing so much for the members to make sure that we have this wonderful hobby, the wonderful lifestyle, and that we can do all the things that we love forever. And it, it's a lot of work. So what is what is the SEMA PAC? So the SEMA PAC is a political action committee. And, and you have to kind of go back a, a step with me. About 10 years ago, I started on the SEMA board, served two terms, which was so fantastic wow. and, and loved doing that. But I saw that, there, that we had the Washington, D.C. rally. So in May of either each year or every other year, SEMA would uh, invite or have the, uh, have the opportunity to SEMA member to sign up and go to D.C. and walk the halls of the Capitol building seeing your legislator, seeing your awesome. politician, yeah. your, your congressman or senator, and talk about the issues that are important. Right. And what's important is that we can modify, we can drive, and we can enjoy the either new car, truck, or old classic that we want. And so then it, I learned about the SEMA PAC, Political Action Committee, and we have an amazing SEMA DC staff that's only a few blocks from the White House. Oh. And they're full charge is to make sure that elected officials understand what's important to to us. To the enthusiasts at as well. 100%, yeah, Alan. For sure. And uh, so once my term ended uh, on the board, of, uh, I said, I need to keep going. You need to keep yeah. serving. You need to do what I can to help this industry. So uh, I was on the PAC, uh, on the PAC board, and then elevated to the chair. And so now we're leading the charge to fundraising, really raising more money to make sure that we can then donate to the politicians on each side of the aisle that have our back. Yeah, yeah. People will say, well, wait a second. Why doesn't SEMA itself, why doesn't it just give money? Well, it's illegal. SEMA as a trade organization cannot oh. give directly to a PAC. Right. So what has to happen is, is SEMA members then become PAC approved, and then they can donate small to large amounts right. that, and give the SEMA DC staff the firepower to, to, uh, to make the politicians Well, if we left understand. it to Washington, unfortunately, we'd be all uh, riding bicycles that had square tires. Oh, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Right? And, and, you know, just this past year alone, yeah. I mean, uh, and the, the sad or the crazy thing is, Alan, is, you know, that the, they could pass laws in Washington that they don't even understand that we exist. Yeah. But they could pass things that would just... Wipe you out. Wipe us out. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, again, we have the SEMA DC team that's there all the time, every day, walking the halls of the Capitol building and making sure that the... the the again, the either Republicans or Democrats understand the importance of this industry, how many people it employs, right. and what it's all about, and to make sure we have the freedom to continue. Didn't Chris Kirsting, the the CEO, um, work there to begin with, and that that's where he was. He started his career in D.C. Isn't that interesting? Yes, and then wow. he was working uh, at a law firm that that was represented 
representing SEMA. Right. And that's how he became the CEO, president of CEO of SEMA. I, you know, he told me I had him on, and I, I had no idea he's been the CEO for like 20 years. That's amazing. Isn't I, it? He it, seems like such a young guy. Yeah, I know. You know, it's like, he what ne- the heck? He, we, we all get older, and he never ages. <laughs> I know. What is going on there? It, it, is, it is crazy. Oh, my gosh. But, Alan, there's something brand new that SEMA's just introduced. It's the SEMA individual membership. Mm. And so before, it was a SEMA member had to become PAC approved. And it's a little bit of a daunting Situation because you have to get really approved by the government to give the money. Now, anybody, not a SEMA member, just any enthusiast be- can become a SEMA member. And it, wow. it uh, and for $40, you go to SEMA.org, okay. individual membership, yeah. and you give your credit card, get your $40 membership, and that money then goes towards protecting us from uh, kind of the Bill's laws and things that will uh, the be wolves of, the of, wolves. Yes, they used to say the wolves of Wall Street. It's the wolves of um, D.C. You might say in this case. Exactly, and the number one thing we're working now is the RPM Act. Yeah, which is the fact that the the really race cars race the the EPA under the Clean Air Act says that any car with a VIN number cannot be turned into a race car. Well, imagine that if a streetcar cannot be turned into a race car. What do you got? That's what stock car came from. Yeah, and drag racing, yeah. road racing, you name it. That's and so stupid. It is. Oh. It really is. Okay, before we go, you got to talk two minutes about your company, Hotchkiss Sports Suspension. Brother, come on. I know, I, I know. Like you're, you're being so gracious about SEMA, you're forgetting your own company. Promote. Uh, well, I, 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 that <laughs> is so important because, hey, if, I, if we don't get this... Uh, right. RPM Act passed and so on. You won't uh, be in business I won't anyway. be in business. Exactly. Right, right. Exactly. No, Alan, it's, it's been uh, uh, just an amazing SEMA for us. We've launched new products, new Great. sway bars for C8 Corvettes. We have two wow. incredible cars in our, in our display, a 73 Firebird with 2016 drivetrain and interior. And it's oh, that's cool. Four-stage emerald green paint. It's beautiful nice, with nice. all of our suspension underneath. The, the C8 Corvette with our new sway bar package. And we have parts for Mustangs, of Camaro, Cuda, any, all the muscle cars. Plus, also, we make the most aggressive sway bars for BMWs from E36, E46, E92, and newer. And so we're, we're all about performance suspension on cars and trucks that are fun to drive. Well, Hotchkiss just makes it better. And all I can tell you is that if you've got a vehicle and you want to have an entirely new experience working and driving this vehicle, drive something that is stock and then drive something with Hotchkiss Sports Suspension on it. You'll go, what just happened? Am I right? Oh, exactly. And the, the thing is, people spend so much money on, let's say, a 65 Mustang. They restore it, put it back to 60s technology. It's horrible. Put all of our parts on it. Drives like a new one. You have the best of both worlds. Yeah, no, that's cool. John Hotchkiss, thank you, sir. Alan, uh, thank you so much. My pleasure. What's the best, web, best website for you? It's for easy. Just Hotchkiss.net. H-O-T-C-H-K-I-S.net. Or give us a call, and we'll talk suspension. There you go. John Hotchkiss. All right, John. We're going to take a break. Uh, listen, these folks I've known, some of them 20, 30, I'm going to say almost 40 years And it makes such a difference when you know these people and you know where their hearts are. We'll be right back. It is SEMA live on the drive. When I needed sunshine, I got rain. 
girl and I saw her face Now I'm a believer Not a trace A doubt in my mind I'm in love Stay tuned There's more of The Drive with Alan Taylor on the road ahead. Why should you trust Brembo Brakes? Because 60 years of racing, testing, braking, and bettering. Because dogs in the road, indecisive squirrels, and that kid chasing the lost ball. Because tiny humans in the back seat and blind turns in front of you. Because every car should be equipped with the same kind of performance, safety, and comfort that manufacturers and professional drivers trust every day. Visit buybrimbo.com and learn more about the most trusted brakes in braking. Welcome back to The Drive. Now, here's automotive expert, television and radio host, Alan Taylor. And today, broadcasting from the Hypertech booth in Las Vegas at the SEMA trade show. And we have right now, I don't know whether we call it uh, life after chairman, Wade Kawasaki, uh, a previous chairman of the board of SEMA. How you doing, Wade? I'm doing well, Alan. Thanks. <laughs> great to be here. You know, great to be back at in Las Vegas and seeing everybody live and in person. Yeah. So what is life like after the <laughs> chairman? Can you finally breathe? Or was yeah. it a hard job even? You know what? I'll tell you. It wasn't a hard job. I mean, Just we're so, all so passionate yeah. about what we do. Yeah. But yeah, it's a tremendous time commitment, especially here at the SEMA show. Yeah. So I, I don't miss running from event to event to event. But, yeah, uh, right, right. It's seems like we always find things to, to fill up that time. I love seeing you in the cockpit of like the 747s. How did you do that? I mean, you're like, you seem like you were always with the pilots or something, wherever you going all over the world. I mean, amazing. Yeah, you know, it, it's really amazing how generous those pilots are. If you just, you know, be very respectful yes. and make sure you ask before you do anything. And, and you know, I've, I've been able to walk in the cockpits and I'm a you know private pilot interested in this. And so, yeah, just start chatting with them and, and they invite me into the cockpits and have me sit down and talk That's about awesome. what they do. Yeah, it's uh, it's really cool. It's, uh, it's a really well, good cool thing. good for you for learning that. It took me 40 years to learn that about my wife. Yeah. You know, you just have to ask. Right? <laughs> Don't take. And it works good with cops, too, by the way. Yeah. If you're just nice to them, believe it or not. Okay, so SEMA 2021, kind of a special year for SEMA. Yes. Yes. It's, yeah. you know, coming back from not having a show and coming back with all of these restrictions, it's really amazing and how the industry just stepped up and you know we got tons of people here, lots of buyers here. So it's been a good show. It's been a different show. I, I kind of like it personally. Yeah, you know, it's a lot easier to get around. Yes, it is. Still uh, about a hundred thousand people. Oh, though, right? exactly. Yeah. And you know what we've done to make sure everyone stays safe is we widen the aisles, yeah. and so it it's going to feel less crowded anyway, right? Right. right. But those wider aisles uh, made it easy to get around, easy to get to your appointments, and uh, get business done. It's amazing. So can you talk for a moment now that you're not chairman? Mm-hmm about what you do because we usually <laughs> skip over that because the job is so much in our face right exactly but you're also the head of an enormous company yeah so ceo of legendary companies uh that's uh, soon to step back from that role as 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 you know 
Uh, you know, when we Cork and I sold Coker Tire three years ago, I signed a three-year contract to stay oh. on as a CEO. And so uh, I did that. I completed my three years. In fact, November 14th completes my, not that I'm counting. Yeah, right. <laughs> There's going to be a big party. <laughs> completes my three years. Yeah. And so, you know, I'll, I'll still be a partner within, within the company, still yeah. be interested, of course, in the company and, and uh, help them uh, move along. But uh, we'll be putting a new CEO in place. Uh, we've got my good buddy, Doug Evans, as an interim until we uh, until the search is completed. But uh, yeah, you know, looking, I'm not going to retire. I'm looking forward to just kind of doing some things that are, are a lot more fun and that I'm awesome. really passionate about. So when you talk about those things, is, is any of it the other things I'm watching on social media about you fishing, like bass fishing? I, where, do you, where do you go fishing all the time? You have these huge bass. You're always holding them up. Yeah, so it's the most convenient <laughs> thing in the world. When you live in Chattanooga, Tennessee, You live. On, I live on the lake, and I can fish from right from my dock. That is so <laughs> awesome, man. Boy, you got some fish out there, I'll tell you. We do. Also, oh, just before we go, I, I want to thank you for your grace leading the prayer breakfast yesterday morning. You did a fantastic job. Well, thank you, Alan. So. You know, that's uh, the thing that... That's my number one passion. Yeah. Above the automotive aftermarket is my relationship with Jesus Christ. So thank you for uh, for attending. Yes. Uh, we appreciate you there. Thank everybody for attending. Rich Barsimian for being our speaker. King Barsimian, yep. I call him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a great thing in the middle of the week to get people kind of refocused, re-energized. And, you know, a lot of people call it the, the best thing that happens at Siemens. So glad to provide that opportunity for people to worship. Well, I, uh, I teed up a piece of music here knowing that uh, life after chairman and life after CEO is going to be <laughs> Margaritaville for you, I'm pretty sure. That's perfect. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> Wade Kawasaki. Uh, life after chairman, life after CEO, probably a lot of fishing, maybe some hot rods, yep. some cruising with your lovely wife, enjoying the grandkids. That's the uh, life, buddy. That's I the am life. Jealous. <laughs> we'll take a break. Time for a margarita. We'll be right back. Now's the time to earn your bragging rights and rule the road in a powerful Dodge vehicle. With enough style, horsepower, and performance to make your muscle car dreams come true, it's no wonder J.D. Power named Dodge the number one ranked brand in initial quality and driver appeal for mass market brands. Join the brotherhood and experience the strength of Dodge muscle today. Visit Dodge.com or see your local Dodge dealer for great deals. Tied for initial quality study. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit JDPower.com awards. Well, you're listening to The Drive All Across America. I'm Alan Taylor. Today, we're in the Hypertech booth at SEMA, the trade show that is all about specialty equipment, things you want to have for your car, truck, or SUV, but you don't need, but you want to have it. You got to have it. That's the cool part about it. Um, joining us right now is Peter Trite, and he is with the uh, SEMA organization. He's a association staff member. And we're hoping we can learn a little bit more about what uh, SEMA does so that people can understand the importance of this, 
this uh, great organization for the automotive hobby. Yeah. Peter, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me, yeah, Alan. Appreciate I appreciate it. it. Yeah, you, so <laughs> what do you do? Well, you know, it, we're here at the SEMA show, and people know the show. That's right. really wh what people know about SEMA, right? But SEMA has a lot of other ways that we help our members, the ways that we help the industry. And I specifically work in a segment of SEMA called the SEMA Garage. The SEMA Garage is basically a toolbox for product development. It's different ways that we can help manufacturers design their products. And the part that I work with is making them legal for use. Now, uh, ah. now see, here's the thing. You're I, the magician. I, I deal with the least interesting part of what goes on with but, getting a product to market. But <laughs> most important when but, it comes to, important. yeah. Like a good yeah. example, I, I had the Dodge Demon. Mm -hmm. And 840 horsepower, pops a wheelie, you know, factory warranty, factory, you know, emissions that are legal. Yeah. With 800, and the fuel lines are as big around as your thumb, you yeah. know, because it takes yeah. that much fuel. So how is it? They must have come to you and said, all right, here's what we're going to do. You probably knew before anybody else because here's what we've got. How are we going to make this? You know, I mean, I'm sure they've got their own scientists and all that, but yeah. you're the guy that can help them to make sure that it is within the standards it needs to be, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, over the course of time, the emission standards in this country, there's really two agencies that, that govern emissions. There's the EPA, which is the, the entire country, and then there's California. We, California has a specific... Uh, which is where you guys are located. That's where we're located, and uh, California Air Resources Board is able to set some standards for that state specifically. So we have to meet both those areas of, of requirement. Right. California to, is the toughest, isn't it? It is, and and it's uh, it's also you know probably thirty percent of the aftermarket you know it's a car culture there right. so so we really got to be able to meet the California emissions to to make these products you know feasible and uh, so over the course of time those agencies have said hey you got to make your cars cleaner and there's there's been these steps you know where we get cleaner and cleaner and cleaner and the technology has come along with that and so that demon that you talked about you know there's there's technologies on that car that make the air coming out of the tailpipe as clean or cleaner than the air that went into the air filter. So wow. it's pretty amazing how clean these wow. cars are today. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's I, impressive. I've told my kids, I'm like, you know, there was a time, I remember, mm -hmm. when people used to do away with themselves by just starting their car in the garage, <laughs> yeah. and, and they're dead. You, you, know? you can't do that you can't anymore. Do anymore. You just sit in there like, hey, dude. You know, actually, I don't know. What do you do? Listen to the radio uh, until you finally go, all right, well, I guess I'm not. I guess I'm, this is not work. Isn't isn't work. <laughs> I mean, it's a sad thing to think, but, yeah. you know, that's something of, of my past because how old I am, I, I think to myself, you know, that, that literally has been done away with. Well, I grew up in California and I can remember when the air was dirty enough that you couldn't see, you know, yeah. you couldn't oh, see 30 yeah. miles, you know, away. Oh, and yeah, brownouts almost, like brown air, you Yeah, know? I mean, there was days when I was a kid when we weren't allowed to play outside because the air was so unhealthy. Isn't and today, that that's, that's done away with. I yeah. mean, we've really improved yeah. the air quality. So, you know, in my mind, I think automotive emissions, cleaning up out of um, automotive Automotive emissions is a good thing, right? It is we've, a good thing. We've sure. made things cleaner, and we've really improved the quality of, of the vehicles that we drive. Yeah. But in the aftermarket, when we make something like a supercharger or a tuning device like Hypertech makes, you know, those products have to stay within that emissions window. Yeah. So at SEMA, what we do is we help our members go through that process. And it really involves two things. It involves some paperwork that we file with the California Air Resources Board. 
and it involves testing. So we have in our headquarters in California, we have an emissions testing laboratory. So we bring vehicles in, we do tests where we run them on a chassis dynamometer, we measure what's coming out of the tailpipe, and we can validate that that product is before it gets kicked back. Exactly. Right? Yep. So yeah, we want to do that before there's any yeah, that any problems out through. in the field. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's awesome. It's great to uh, know that you know this organization is that far ahead of the you know, the potential problems that these uh, members may have, yeah. and you're helping them with it. That's the goal. And yeah. we're actually expanding our capabilities. We're adding a facility in Detroit now. So, um, you know, within another probably six to eight months, we're going to have a, a, a second lab up and running, and uh, that's going to just expand our capability to help our members even more. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, SEMA, uh, uh, Specialty Equipment Market Association Trade Show, is... Um, it's very important to all of us in the industry. Absolutely. Uh, Peter Tridey, thank you, sir. Alan, thanks for having me. All right, that's about it. I have worn out my voice being here at SEMA. Oh, my gosh, I think I've done 100 interviews. That's it for me. We'll see you next year from SEMA. I'm Alan Taylor. This is The Drive. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Shoot you right down. When you think Subaru, you think love. The 2021 Subaru Outback gives you state-of-the-art active safety technology for extra confidence on every drive. You can count on the roomy comfort and impressive cargo space, standard raised roof rails with enhanced tie-down points, and Subaru Starlink Multimedia with an 11.6-inch high-resolution touchscreen to wrap your experience with love for your Outback. Love, it's what makes Subaru, Subaru. EPA estimated highway fuel economy for 2021 Subaru Outback non-turbo models. Actual mileage may vary. Turbocharged engine, 11.6-inch touchscreen available on select models.